Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today on the program, I want to talk about money. Money in podcasting, specifically around how you get paid to do your show. Yesterday's program was very much geared at the masses and and apply or appealing to the masses and making sure that podcasters are doing what the masses want. This one's a little different. This one might have a different connotation. So let me jump into things. Today, in late 2018, there are really four ways that podcasts make money. You can make podcasts, and, and the way that it's, uh, many of these have been around for a while. It's not, it's not like it's brand new, and there are lots of little sub uh, opportunities here, but let's just look at the, the majority, of way that, uh, majority of ways that a podcast can be monetized. How I hate that word monetizing, but nonetheless, it's what it is. You can monetize your podcast directly. And directly means you have a product, you have a podcast that sells something. Listen to my podcast, how wonderful it is, and become a member, buy this product, do this thing. Think infomercial. There are podcasts out there that are very much like infomercials, completely dedicated to getting somebody to make a sale, to make a sale of one thing or more than one thing. Not very many, but nonetheless, those exist. That's number one, direct sales. Number two, indirect sales. I, personally, well, let me explain what that means. Indirect sales means you don't make money directly from your podcast. Hence the name indirect, Evo. I'm not, you're not selling something in your podcast, but it's because of your podcast that you make money. Lots of these. In fact, lots of these happen that people don't even realize that they're indirectly making money. I have made the vast majority of my money in podcasting indirectly. From writing podcasting for dummies to having this show, which gets me new clients. It's an indirect. It's kind of like a calling card. It says, this is my expertise in an area. I have other things that you should pay me for. That's the indirect model, which is very, very prevalent, even though you don't know that it's there. That's number two. Number three, the one you are intimately familiar with because you listen to podcasts would be advertising. Here, the goal is to get as large of an audience as possible in a niche if you can, but it doesn't really matter. As large of an audience as possible so that your show is attractive to advertisers, hello Squarespace, who would like to reach your audience with their message. Standard way advertising has worked for the longest time in our world here in Western culture. Accumulate a large audience, find a way for other people to, to pay money to get in front of that large audience with an ad message, right? 
and that's growing, by the way. There is a huge amount of money right now being flooded into podcasting. There'll be even more in 2019 and 2020. Not sure when we hit the billion dollar number, but billion is coming, which sounds really, really big until you realize there's $88 billion in digital ad money. So there's we've got a long way to go. But nonetheless, ads are coming more so than they have been today. And the fourth model is making people pay to access the content. And it's that fourth one, paywalling information that I want to talk about today on the program. Because where with the direct model, that's free. If I'm if I'm trying to get direct sales from people, I need people in my target segment to listen and take action. So I have to release that content for free. If I'm trying to make money indirectly, which I literally am trying to make money indirectly from podcasting, I also need to reach as large of an audience as I can, but still highly targeted to just the people who are likely to spend money to do things that I need them to do so I make money. Advertising, we already talked about, needs a huge audience because you're paid on something called CPMs, cost per thousand, so you have to have a whole lot of people. And those, all three of those look unattractive to businesses getting into the market saying, well, you know, I sell pots and pans. Is this really a good place for me to do direct sales? Probably not. I sell pots and pans. Is there a chance that I could indirectly have goodwill? Eh, Maybe. A lot of brands are focusing on that with branded content now. Maybe, but it's a lot of money to do. So how many how many sales am I going to get? It's hard to say. What about ads? I sell pots and pans. Am I really going to make a show that, no, so maybe I just need to advertise my pots and pans in podcasting. That's a business. But it's that fourth model, the paywall, which I'm quite interested in. And I think we're going to see a lot of movement coming in the very near future where the only people who can access the content are those who pay, who pay for the content, which is anathema in the podcasting world of Western culture. We have all podcasts free and they shall always be free. That's the mantra. All the podcasts I've ever produced have been for free. I do have one client right now that I'm producing a private podcast that's going through a private app for, and that's an interesting model. But I'm seeing more interest in it and I'm predicting the future and I see more interest because of one reason. Well, for many reasons, but the one big indicator on the horizon for me is China. China. The vast majority of podcasts in China, you pay to access. They are not free. The Chinese version of uh, Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, you pay for the content you want. We've tried this before. There's nothing new here, Evo. We have tried paid podcasting and it simply doesn't work. Well, that's true. But, you know, paywalls have come a long way since then, and you're now accepting of them. How many of you listening to this right now pay your $4.99 or whatever it is for Medium? That's right. You can have an access to Medium, the member version of that, and more and more membership content is being pushed out there. Uh, Medium Premium, I think it's called. I don't know what it's called. Hmm. There's a lot of that happening right now. We didn't think that was going to happen. How can you take free content and make it make it free? Well, Medium showing us how to do that one. There are plenty of email newsletters I'm seeing now that are going more on the monetization angle. Pay us, and you can have access to this content. Patreon, we're already putting stuff behind a paywall, some private member-only access content. Hmm. 
And then there's just the whole full-on membership sites. Pay your monthly fee and have access to all of this really great content. Nothing really terribly new, but it definitely happens. And I think it's going to happen more. And here's the great thing about businesses, who mostly my customers are businesses wanting to get into podcast, is if you take the paywall approach, it doesn't really take all that many people to start making it worth its while. Let's say that you're doing really good content that is worth, say, $99 a month. $99 a month, you say, Evo, that's too much money. Well, I don't think that's too much money. I pay $99 a month for software that helps my that gets my clients all together. I pay $99 a month to go to the gym. Okay? $99 a month, if you get 10 people listening, that's too small for a podcast. 10 people listening at $99 a month is $990. Again, businesses aren't going to get thrilled by an extra grand a month, but add another zero to that. What if you get 100 listeners, which is the median, it's below the median number of podcast listeners. At 100, you're making 10 grand a month. And at 10 grand a month, you can afford to produce some pretty kick butt content for your podcast. So think about the possibilities if you take the idea of podcasting and put it into a pay format, which is very different. You'll need help figuring this out. If you need help figuring this out, talk to me. I help businesses get their podcasts up, running, and launched, and hopefully making money for them on the back end. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro, podcastlaunch.pro for more information. And I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, 
choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.